Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. Well, our team's excited to go to Alabama. They they are playing extremely well defensively, uh, swarming to the football. Really physical group up front. Defensive ends are outstanding. Offensively, I think Milrow is leading the team exceptionally and well. They've got a couple of running backs that are really, really good. It's a huge challenge for us. And our kids are excited to go to Alabama and see what happens. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. One hour down, two hours to go. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogsmeade Market Studios with you today. And thank you, as always, for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. It is a Trash Talk Thursday. We're going to have Dudley Dawson here just a little bit. We'll uh, have a chance to catch up with him with the recruiting and everything that's been going on in the sports world. And uh, have some fun with him on that. But uh, did see that uh, apparently uh, Traylon Burks, wide receiver for the Titans, will not be making the trip out to London for Sunday's game against the Ravens, and he is going to be out. So we'll update there for uh, former Razorback Traylon Burks. It's been an issue with him here lately as yeah. far as uh, staying on the field, staying healthy. Yeah, it's, uh, it's unfortunate. But, uh, you know, that's, that's something that where you mentioned that he's having to deal with it and you know, he's such a great player whenever he's actually on the field and being a part of it. And yeah, and to be able to be as great as he is, honestly, uh, with the size, the speed, the athleticism, everything. They're trying to you know, make some strides there over in Tennessee. But we'll see how that plays out for him. But still wanted uh, to keep you updated on it. I also have a, a Razorback basketball story that I want to bring up. And it has to deal with uh, Javon, Quin- uh, Javon Quinterly, which those of you may remember him. He was the guy that was on Alabama for many years, and he has transferred to Memphis. And he's talking about Arkansas quite a bit and had some interesting comments about Arkansas and about Eric Musselman and, and everything, which you know, I thought was pretty fascinating. But we'll talk about that and a lot more as we go to the phone lines and welcome in Dudley Dawson of hogville.net, friend of the show. Always great to be joined by Dudley Dawson. What's going on, Dudley? How are you doing this afternoon? I'm just getting ready for the weekend, you know. Uh, got some guests coming in and then... Uh getting a little shopping done. Oh, hey, that's what uh, that's what it's all about, man. It's that time of year, and I know you're enjoying this time of year, too, with not only uh, football going on, college football and NFL, but even uh, some uh, Major League Baseball playoffs, which we've been talking about a bit today, too. Yeah, an NBA preseason game. So we got to watch the Celtics three times in the past five days, so it's, it's a good TV uh, TV grouping right now. Just uh, disappointed that the Cardinals aren't participating, but uh, apparently the uh, Dodgers just went one more round than they did, so yeah, we'll be okay. What are Celtics looking like so far? Uh, Jason Tatum hasn't played just yet. What are they looking like as far as some of the stars that have played? Has Jalen Brown played? Well, uh, Jason played in the first game. Actually, didn't didn't shoot the ball that well, but uh, and uh, but Drew Holiday is obviously a big pickup for him. Chris Porzingis a big pickup for him. Uh, you know, they're a little shy on the depth that maybe they had last year. But I think that uh, that firepower on offense is better. I also think that that they've got uh, you know a rotation that's going to be better. And certainly Peyton Pritchard has, uh, after getting his uh, new little contract, has come out shooting the ball like the uh, 
the young Dudley he looks like. <laughs> what, do, what do you think of Drew Holiday for Marcus Smart? Now, Marcus Smart was that defender, and Drew Holiday is known as a defender also. Marcus Smart, defensive player of the year one year. Do you think Drew Holiday is giving him something, a little more something offensively that Marcus Smart didn't give him? Yeah, I do think offensively now. I think they're, you know, uh, obviously Drew Holiday's been an all-NBA uh, guard as well defensively. Uh, that's where Marcus Smart made his, uh, you know, made his money. Uh, I do think uh, Marcus was surely streak, streaky, and I do think that Drew Holiday is a better all-around offensive player. And really, to to, to be honest, uh, uh, Marcus Smart has been a glue guy, and Drew Holiday is a point guard. And uh, when you when you look at having uh, Smith and I mean, when you look at uh, last year having Smart and Malcolm Brogdon, uh, they weren't getting the production I think they'll get out of uh, the two this year that they have to pick up a Drew Holiday and Peyton Pritchard and coming out. So, Natalie, just uh, talking also about Major League Baseball playoffs, I know your team, the Cardinals, are not in it, but uh, have you still been watching it, keeping up with it, and enjoying it? Oh, absolutely. And baseball is my is my sport, uh, my uh, second love behind the life. Uh, and one of the, you know, you just keep looking at it, uh, the I think they're maybe going to have to fix the, the wild card situation a little bit because having five days off seemingly has affected the Braves. It certainly affected the Dodgers, uh, uh, you know, and some other teams in there as well. Uh, yeah, I think they're going to have to cut that down somehow and maybe not have as many days between, uh, you know, the end of the season and the teams who had the best records getting back into play. It's, it's the ultimate argument of rest versus rust, but – Right. At, at this time of the year, don't you want, as as one of those higher seeds, to have a little time off to be able to to heal a little bit and just sit back and watch what the other teams are doing? And you don't necessarily have the pressure of, of having to play that, that week, and you can sit back and rest. But, you know, the showing that, that's been put out there so far is why people would say uh, it's too much time off. But if you had those teams that dominated and then they moved on, it'd be the other way around. Yeah, one of the things, though, is the, the way this thing's played itself out and the way some series went in that first one, I think it maybe was the Dodgers who had played three games over the course of 11 days and, uh, you know, had a had an eight-game stretch there where they, they didn't play a single game. I mean, I think, obviously, their pitching was the, the problem with them. Uh, but, yeah, you know, I think that, uh, that I, when they went into the season with all these rule changes and stuff, I didn't like it. I was very, you know, vocal about it. I came to grips with that, and I would imagine that the teams and the fans will come to grips with uh, preparing better for uh, you know having a little time off there at the end. And, and another thing, you see these wild card teams; they have been playing full out uh, to the wall, you know, to try to get into playoffs. The ones that have uh, were, were fourteen games ahead kind of eased up, and I think you can see that a little bit. See with Dudley Dawson of Hogville.net here on Out of Bounds. Now, Dudley, doing a Talk a little bit about uh, Arkansas football with you. They're two and four. They got Bama coming up this weekend on the road in Tuscaloosa. I mean, I'm sure you've been asked about it. You've talked about it a whole lot, just like we have. But man, I, what what do you do now? Like, what do you say to this? Because you know that it was having a high expectation of at least at least getting to uh, bowl eligibility, maybe even winning seven games, maybe eight games. But at this point in time, this team's just fighting to even get the bowl eligibility, considering how the season's gone so far. Well, there's a couple of things that, that I want to bring up. Number one, I thought they would be have three wins. I thought they would beat BYU at home. That uh, loss is going to sting for a long time. Uh, and you know, BYU is a decent football team, but again, there were there were things there where Arkansas should have won the football game. The issues that I see, and, and you know, I'm not Nostradamus here. Uh, everybody can see that the the offense is down over the rushing is over half what they had last year. Uh, they're just not getting it down the offensive line. You know, I think the backs are you know, culpable in that as well. And, and obviously, KJ's running for his life. Also, the offense is down almost 150 yards total offense from last year. You know, you can't survive those things. I do think that it's, uh, you know, I have I have a lot of trouble putting it on defense. They have given up a, uh, 125 yards less this year. Uh, obviously, a lot more pressure. Uh, doing things differently, I think, uh, Coach uh, Williams and Coach Wooden have done a great job. Woodson have done a great job over there, uh, and they just need some help on offense. Uh, I mean, I think that uh, this is going to be an interesting game. Alabama is a much better football team than Arkansas, but these are the two most penalized teams in the SEC, and these two teams have given up the most sacks, which 
you know, I could I, I would have thought that out of uh, Arkansas, but not out of Alabama when you do a deep dive into the stats. So what's the right game plan for Arkansas going against Bama offensively and defensively? Well, I, you know, I think we all can agree that uh, KJ can be a sitting duck back there in the, in the pocket. And, uh, you know, just like with Mississippi State, whose new coach, who's their defense coordinator, came in and tried to revamp the air raid offense that hadn't worked out well for Will Rogers at all, I think maybe they should have been eased into the way they were changing the offense here with Coach Enos. Uh, certainly, uh, you know, Kendall Brown got a lot of heat last year and he deserved to so his play call. But they certainly were much better up front. Uh, I know they had a, you know, an NFL guy, a couple of NFL guys, I guess, that uh, were on the offensive line. But this shouldn't have gone back this far. I think that, uh, you know, here we are six games into the season. You're still questioning your identity. Your identity was supposed to be running football. You hadn't been able to do that. Uh, and you can't you can't protect him in the pocket, so you're going to have to move move him out of the pocket, do some different things. I think get back more to the RPOs than this drop back stuff, which uh, you know Coach Enos has been really good at over the years. He's, he's been very good at a lot of stops, but it just ain't working this year. And uh, you know you, you sit around and and just say everything's going to be okay. Uh, that's just not true. I mean, you know, there's a valid level of criticism, a valid level of frustration from the fan base because this should not be happening. It might not, you know, maybe maybe I could see them being, you know, two and four and having a four game losing streak, but the way they're doing it offensively has just been really pathetic. Yeah, and I think that that's where the frustrations rise too, because you mentioned the blocking. I, there's, the run blocking hasn't been good. The pass protection hasn't been good, and I know there's a lot of factors into it. Is, is it more about the the Enos and the offense and the style of everything? Is it because maybe the, a lot of the offensive linemen they have aren't aren't good or aren't aren't the talented enough to to be at this level? Like, where where do you kind of point to as far as maybe the biggest factor is why this team, who has been so good at running the ball since Sam Pittman's been here, and Sam Pittman being an offensive lineman guy. Why is this team struggling so much to not only just run block but pass protect and just do anything right up front? Well, just you know, just as I will say that I like the head coach, I think he's a good dude. I think the offensive line is a good dude, uh, but it's just not getting done up there. Uh, we have to go back and take a look. He was the tight end coach, and then Brad Davis uh, went to LSU, uh, and uh, they elevated him, moved over to the offensive line. I think that was a buddy hire more than a. Uh, a higher in terms of uh, what you could get done. I think he was trying to mentor, uh, mentor Coach Kennedy. Again, I think he's a good guy, but it's not working. And uh, it's got to be some type of uh, combination of uh, you know recruiting. Even though they got a lot of the top guys in Arkansas, maybe the top guys in Arkansas, you know, are going to take time to to become the guys we thought they'd be. Also, the portal uh, with, with you know with Josh Braun, I think they did pretty well, but I don't think. The other portal guys have come in and, and done anything. We heard, we hear we heard names in spring. We heard it in the fall. They're not playing. Uh, Devon Manuel's been hurt. So I think it's. I mean, you have to put it all on recruiting, development, and just being able to get to these kids. Uh, you know, I I actually got excited. I guess it was a week ago Monday when Coach uh, Pittman was out on the field and dropped an f bomb and and told the offensive line that the University of Arkansas is you know is an offensive line school. It's not this year. And, uh, you know, that, that has to lie at the feet of the head coach. It has to lie at the feet of the, the offensive line coach. And I think we all know there's going to be changes for the end of the year. Uh, and I think there are at least, uh, you know, I think the, uh, Coach, coach uh, Kennedy's coaching for his job right now. And it, it, it's tough on him, I'm sure, and it's tough on those kids. But uh, college football is a big business. Uh, it's more like the NFL in every way now, and uh, results matter. You are what your record says you are all those cliches, and it's just not getting done. What's the latest in recruiting? Of course, they won't be able to have recruits and host them until they get back home against Mississippi State, but the latest in recruiting for 2024 and 2025? Well, I would say the best thing that's happened so far during these four losses is nobody's jumped off the ship to this point. I think a lot of people are worried. You know, if this three continues and you end up three and nine or four and eight, something like that, that uh, you're going to have some, some guys leaving. Uh, you know, we're going to see how that goes because a lot of these guys, and uh, obviously Otis Kirk, Richard Davenport guys, focus on that uh, more than I do these days. But a lot of these guys are here because they want to play for the University of Arkansas or they want to play for Coach Pittman or they want to play from some of the, the defensive guys, you know, the position coaches. But it, it would be, you know, it would be knocking my head upside the wall to think nobody out of the 20-plus that they've got so far. And it's a really good class. 
is going is going to opt out. I mean, you look at the you know I cover a lot of baseball recruiting. Uh, Dave Van Horn, great program. He's had two guys in the past month who have opted out and decided to go elsewhere in the twenty twenty five class. Uh, and it's just I mean it's it's you know changed for different reasons. You, you have got to show them some promise at the end of the year to keep keep it uh, as close to the best as you can though. You know, a lot of Razorback fans, too, Dudley, have kind of turned the page already to basketball. Uh, it seems like that way. And, of course, the red-white game happened last week and have a chance with SEC Basketball Media Days next week. And then you have some exhibition games that people are going to be excited to see what this team's all about. Just uh, what have you been uh, making of, of what you've seen from the team and heard from the team so far? But also, I think some people are watching is about the Khalif Battle situation. He got injured in the red-white game. Haven't heard much of an update on that, but just what do you make of uh, the team thus far as they get ready for uh, the preseason here soon? Yeah, I suspect we'll hear a little bit more on Khalif uh, uh, after this weekend. Uh, they have an exhibition game next uh, Friday night uh, against, uh, I can't even remember the hyphen that comes to this Texas, you know, hyphen somebody. <laughs> I can't remember off the top of my head it. Uh, you know, Division two school that, uh, you know, you used to, to get ready. And then, obviously, the following Saturday, they play Purdue, with, uh, you know, which is a top-five team. Here's what I would say about basketball. I feel like they're going to have the same kind of success they had last year at the end. I also think there might be some issues at the start. It has been, you know, uh, you know getting these guys. You can bring in so many guys. You have to get them to where they play together. A lot of it, uh, The one thing I will say, this year there's not a uh, – there's an abundance of people who have played college basketball and played it well instead of being very talented coming in here and learning how to play college basketball. Even all those guys got drafted with the NBA had great talent. I think that's going to be a benefit. But I think they're going to have some, you know, they'll have some losses early on and people will, will lose their mind. And then they'll do the same thing that they've done in the past few years is uh, when it gets time for the tournament, make a run. And, uh, you know, I've watched, you know, watched some practice and, and you know, I see a lot there. Uh, but I often take other people's opinions who follow college basketball more than mine, and they are a you know they're legitimate. For all these so-called basketball experts, they're legitimate top fifteen team for sure. Some of them have top ten. Many of them have them as the best team in the SEC, if not in one of the, the top three. So you know it's not just us up here taking a look and saying, "Hey, they're really good going against each other." There is uh, the so-called college basketball experts expect them to be really good. And why wouldn't we with what uh, Musselman has been able to do over the course of the time that he's been here? The comments we've heard over the last couple of years going into each season for Razorback basketball, it's going to be a better shooting team. Now, we heard that last year, year before. Is this the year we're finally going to see a better shooting team? Hmm. You're not going to get me to say that. Uh, (laughs) I'm not not just going to say they're a better shooting team. What I will say is it would be awfully hard to not be as good, if not better, shooting team than they were last year, and that was ineffectiveness on that roster, uh, not on this one. Uh, you know, obviously, they, the ton of their offense last year had to do with getting to the rim, and, uh, you know, that worked sometimes, and defenses stopped them other times. That's why they had such good games when they would hit the three well or hit, uh, you know, mid-range jumpers, but that was not the strength of that class. I will say that uh, Joseph Pinion looks like a whole new player, uh, he was on fire during the red-white game, so we'll take out of that what uh, you know what we can. But I do think that the potential is there. But in no way am I going to sit here and say it's going to be a better shooting team because there's just not a good enough body of work and them working together for me to go out there and state that. Also, Dudley, just uh, some I thought was interesting of this basketball team, and of course, knowing that Must does the whole you know seven players, maybe eight players, and much in rotation. Uh, when you look at the roster, are there some players that maybe people are looking at or maybe one of the true freshmen that they're looking at saying, oh, man, this guy can help us out here, but uh, may get kind of on the outside looking in as far as playing time goes? Like, who, who do you feel? And it's gonna, we know who's going to play, but like as far as who's going to probably not be in the rotation for Arkansas this year? Well, you start your way from the, the youngest guys on up. I think Layden Block is a phenomenal player. I think Bayfall is a phenomenal, phenomenal player but they're going to have to be really good to get in that rotation because of the people that are also here. Uh, you, you know, I, Layden, I think, uh, you know, is, is the truest point guard on the team that they have. Uh, you know, I think that's going to help them a lot. And, I, you know, I, I do say this every year. Man, they have a lot of talent. Man, they've got a lot of options. And each year he, he figures out who's going to play defense for you. He figures out, you know, the, the chemistry and all that, and he ends up playing 
seven, eight, or nine. Uh, you know, the, the fifteen roster has fifteen roster reduced to thirteen. Hadn't heard of him any over the course of his career, uh, but it's just so hard right now. And, and obviously, some injuries. And, you know, had one young man who, who let Dixon Street get him. Uh, <laughs> you know, already. So, uh, you know, we'll just have to see that play. If I get to the season, play hard, play defense, you'll get to play. Gotta stay off Dixon. Now, you said that Layden is the truest point guard. He's going to have to battle for time with Devo and, and who else to try to get on the court? Ellis. Uh, Ellis that transferred in here is, is another one. And, and, you know, even Khalif Battle, even, you know, could place some there. Uh, again, a lot of options. Uh, but, you know, just in what I've seen over the course of watching tape, seeing these guys when they were, were growing up, whether they came here and recruited first or not, the uh, – he was just, uh, you know, I, I really like the kid. I think he's got an NBA-type future. I think he's one of the best that's come along here in a while. I think it was a tremendous decision. I know it certainly didn't help his high school, but it was a tremendous decision for him to go play higher-level con, uh, competition. And uh, I think that's worked out for him, and I think he's, he's going to be a star. And he's also, he's also a great young man. He's going to be a great representative of the University of Michigan. we got about 30 seconds. Your Cowboys, how are you feeling about uh, that loss to 49ers and moving forward? They absolutely suck. Uh, that game was just horrible, man. But, uh, you know, I think that says more about the 49ers than it did about the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are in middle of the pack uh, NFL team right now. The defense is not as good as I thought it was. Dak is certainly either going to have to get better or he's about to miss another big payday. And, uh, you know, I'll just, uh, I'll just sit back and watch it unfold. So. Well, Dudley, as always, man, we appreciate you joining us. It's a lot of fun this time of year talking sports with you. Enjoy your weekend, man, and we'll be catching up with you soon. All right, anytime, guys. I right, appreciate it. Again, that was Dudley Dawson of Hogville.net joining us here on Out of Bounds. We're going to keep it going on a Trash Talk Thursday coming up next, so stay with us. This is Trey Reed from The Wild Side on 103.7 The Buzz, inviting you to join Mark Hedrick and me Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Brought to you by West Rock Landing at Lake Maumelle, Edwards Food Giant, all about tire and brake, battery outfitters, and Trader Bills Outdoors, Hot Springs, and Little Rock locations. It's The Wild Side, Tuesday at 7 p.m., only on 103.7 The Buzz. Sports Center. 100-win teams in the Major League Baseball playoffs have not fared too well as the Diamondbacks finished off the Dodgers, beating them 4-2 last night. Arizona became the first team to ever hit four home runs in one inning in postseason history as four Diamondbacks went deep off of Lance Lynn in the third. The last time Arizona went to the NLCS was 2007. The Dodgers and the Orioles are both 100-win teams and both were swept. The Atlanta Braves are the only other 100-win team in the majors and they find themselves in danger of elimination as they fell to the Phillies 10-2 last night. They trailed 2-1 in the series. Philadelphia can punch their ticket to the NLCS with a win tonight. First pitch is set for 7:07 on TBS. And the ALCS is set. It'll be a battle for Texas between the Astros and the Rangers. Game 1 will be on Sunday. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. We're back here with Wild Bill and Motorsports Authority. Lots of folks talking football, but we are talking great deals, Wild Bill. All of our customers are a winner right here at Motorsports Authority, folks. We're passing out the lowest prices possible for any vehicle that we got. We're passing out top dollars for the trades. We'll trade for just about anything as long as you don't have to feed it. And i tell you what, folks, we're having a great time right here at Motorsports Authority. In Russellville on East Main and Hot Springs on Central or online at msastore.com. Get here to Motorsports Authority. Go Hogs! If you are looking for a safe and loving home for you or your loved one, visit Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center. Just 15 minutes from Little Rock and Benton, our skilled nursing staff is dedicated to providing quality long-term care and short-term therapy. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com. You can call Heartland home. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. Factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. 
The end of the year is near, and Guatney is pulling out all the stops to remain Pulaski County's number one Buick GMC dealer. Big pre-owned inventory, and even bigger discounts on new Buicks and GMCs, even with manufacturer price increases. Guatney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock is selling new 2024 models at 2023 prices. You've seen the news. The time to trade is now. Before the current auto industry climate skyrockets used prices and all new inventories depleted, don't wait. Call Guadney, 501-945-4444. It's the end of the year blowout. Only at Guadney, Buick, GMC, and North Little Rock. Interest rates as low as 0.9%. And get new and pre-owned vehicles with no payments for the rest of the year. Stop by Guadney, Buick, GMC, and register to win a new Hummer. 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. 501-945-4444. GuadneyBuickGMC.com. GMC, we are professional grade. All offers with approved credit. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, your favorite drafts are poured at a frosty 29 degrees, and rare barrel-aged whiskeys are served just the way you want them. It's bigger game days and bolder fight nights. I mean, where else can you find a scratch kitchen that always comes in clutch? Every day, from lunch to late night. Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Twin Peaks is always adding exciting cocktails to the menu, like the expertly balanced Sincoro Hall of Fame Margarita. Try it at your local lunch today. Court TV's Chanley Painter checks in with Morning Mayhem courtesy of the Gangster Museum of America and the Hattery of Hot Springs. The former Miss Arkansas will fill us in on the latest high-profile cases. Don't miss Chanley Painter with Morning Mayhem on 103.7 The Buzz. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Third down, here comes LSU. KJ, flushed, rolling right, keeps his eyes downfield, throwing deep. God has at the 20, to the 15, to the 10, 5. Touchdown, Arkansas. There's your play. 59 yards to Lucas. On 1037 The Buzz. It's a great time to get to Twin Peaks for happy hour, 2 to 7. Later, happy hour, 10 to close. Enjoy all the food and drink specials that go along with it. Get a lunch combo starting as low as $7.99. If you want to take some food to go, you can order online, curbside, or to go. Courtesy of Postmates, DoorDash, and Uber Eats. Twin Peaks has great drink specials during happy hour. Apps for two, four, and six dollars. Twin Peaks also has daily and weekly specials. So check in for the daily specials, the specials going on during the week. Plenty of seating inside now, wall to wall TVs to see all the sports action. There's Thursday night football with the Broncos taking on the Chiefs tonight, Major League Baseball, college football, NFL coming up this weekend. Saturday is National Dessert Day. So get by Twin Peaks to celebrate with an apple turnover, cinnamon toast crunch cheesecake, or Twin Peaks Sunday. And that night, KSI takes on Tommy Fury in boxing, and uh, it's going to be something to watch. And they're making preps for Logan Paul, who's going to be taking on Dylan Dennis also. So Twin Peaks is your headquarters to see all the sports action, especially the combat sports, boxing, MMA. It's Twin Peaks, eats, drinks, scenic views. It is a Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds. If you want in on the conversation, 501-661-1037 is the number to call or text in. And, in fact, on our Southern Structural Solutions text line, Jesse in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, where Arkansas is going to be this weekend, says, John and Joe, come on down, man. It's homecoming weekend, and the town is going to be pumped up. Looking forward to keeping this 16-game winning streak up against Arkansas for 16 years in a row. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I've been there to Tuscaloosa. Yeah, it's like Arkansas is the homecoming opponent. Yeah, is that still an insult? Is that still a thing? Like, if the team makes you their homecoming, is that like, I don't know. Nah, I don't. Nah, I don't it's think just so. like 11 a.m. starts. Everybody's past that. No, no, like a homecoming to me is just not a thing. I, I know that it used to be a lot bigger of a deal because I guess when you had. It was like boosters and alumni and people coming in. That was like the game they would come in for was homecoming, and you'd have it, to show out for them. It to, was one of those opponents that you were expected to win the game. Yeah, and you'd get a lot of money if you look good, and they liked the product on the field. But at least when I was in school at the U of A, homecoming uh, could not give two rips about. Like just who was on the homecoming court. It's great if you were on it. That's surprising. But, yeah, it was, I don't know if it was maybe more so 
that the Greek life was more about it, which I had a lot of friends that were in Greek life, and that was great that they were involved, but it wasn't anything as far as like the event itself being big. I felt like Mom's Day that they you know, had on Saturdays or Dad's Day, that those were bigger deals than homecoming. I just never understood it, never got into it. It you know they they have the little halftime ceremony and I'm like I don't know who these people are I don't know what they accomplished I guess they got voted on but still just a weird thing that homecoming is still uh, a deal where people talk about it and schedule games and whatnot I don't see it as an insult I don't care I guess Arkansas's homecoming is against Mississippi State so no, it should be because they've been away from home for so long mm-hmm. that's literally a homecoming it, it, exactly literally could not be more of a homecoming. Uh, literally and figuratively, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I just never had a problem with people scheduling homecoming games against certain teams. I don't take it as an insult, but I guess some people still do. Uh, let's go to J.K. Here's in Fairfield Bay. What's up, J.K.? Hey, guys. I was like 10 years old when Arkansas won a national championship in football. And I remember a few things about it, but I was wanting to ask you guys, didn't Brock Purdy end up in the right situation at the right team at the right time. I mean, this guy has to be the luckiest dude on the planet, and I'll hang up and listen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he did get to a great situation for sure. And then just, you know, fortunately for him, unfortunately for others, that there were injuries along the way, and he was there to seize the opportunity. So how do you distinguish, though, of someone just getting lucky and and being in the right situation? Well, I believe there is that, too, but you could also look at it in the other way, like, well, the 49ers, you know, they kind of got lucky with getting a draft pick like Brock Purdy so late in the draft where they didn't have to trade up and all that. So it could be a a two-way street for both parties. I don't even know if you say getting lucky. It's just a good fit, and it works out. It's a great fit, for sure. Kyle Shanahan is somebody that makes quarterbacks look better also. And uh, so maybe there's something to that. But, no, Brock Purdy is definitely putting in the work, and he deserves all the praise that's coming his way. Yeah. You could even say with Tom Brady when he was at the Patriots. You know, he was he was a very late draft pick. Uh, you know, was it more about the lucking into it, or was it just a, a good fit? I think it could uh, be a little bit of both. Which, by the way, I saw that uh, there's an article in some uh, sources that were being cited from The Athletic that says, with the New England Patriots, the entire New England Patriots organization needs to improve and fast. And apparently Robert Kraft uh, is so, quote, frustrated and downright angry over the short shortage of the success that he would be willing to fire Bill Belichick after this season if it does not improve. Yeah, yeah, there's something to that. Like, like we talked to PB yesterday, Pat Bradley and uh, that divide is, is becoming even wider where it's, was it really Belichick or was it Brady? At first it was like nobody could decide, but now we clearly see that it had a lot to do with Tom Brady, and they just aren't the same team. So say if, big if, they decided to move on from Bill Belichick, fire him, whatever. Is he staying in football? Is he staying a head coach somewhere? Or do you think he just retires and calls it a career? Mm, that, that'd be tough. Now, of course, there'd be offers for him, and, and somebody would want to go get him right away. But what kind of project does he want to take on? Does he want to take on a team that is rebuilding and, and trying to get to a certain level? Or, you know, it's more going to be about his mindset. There'll be offers for him, but it, it would be more about is he ready to step away or does he want to continue coaching? I think it'd also be kind of similar to what it was with Tom Brady. If he's going to keep coaching, it's got to be the right situation for him to walk into. Yeah, but when you have job openings, it's always going to be teams that are you know have struggled, mm-hmm. like the Patriots have, and it, it, those are going to be the openings where teams didn't win many games this year. They may be hitting the reset button at the quarterback position. So there would be a lot to go into that. I know that people like the Cowboys fans. You know if they have a, a suspect year here, uh, you know they're going to be like, hey. Now that would be one to point to. That would be fun. That would be entertaining. That would be wild. But, but they've, they've done that before, though, with Bill Parcells. Right. Yeah, because with him coming in, I remember how big of a deal it was to get Bill Belichick, and, or Bill uh, Parcells, and how the, the Sports Illustrated put together this story of like, Jerry Jones and Bill Belichick, how's it going to work out? I saw how it worked out, but I've just always been fascinated to see 
the Cowboys coaching search, which say what you want about the Cowboys, but it's not like that they just cycle through coaches right and left. I mean, they got Wade Phillips was there for quite a few years. Jason Garrett was there for quite a few years, even though some Cowboys fans maybe felt too many years. There's a reason for that, because Jerry likes his guys. He handpicks them. And going back to the whole deal with Parcells, it would be the same type of effect. How, how much control do you want to give a coach like Bill Belichick? So that may not be the right situation for him, because he is one of those those guys that wants that control. That's what he has with the Patriots now. You know, looks like uh, he'd be willing to, Robert Kraft is, willing to make a move if it gets uh, continuing to get the way that it has been and not having a lot of success, which makes sense. But still, a lot of time in front of him and a lot of season left. Let's go to Lewis, who's in Little Rock. What's up, Lewis? Hey, how you doing, John and Joe? Good. Doing great, Lewis. Good, good. Hey, uh, you know, you were talking about uh, Brock Purdy a while ago. Um, I, I, Joe knows this. I, I, I'm, I'm a Cowboys fan. I don't like the 49ers. But I got to give that guy his props, man. He, did you see how accurate he was throwing the ball? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, he was hitting the receivers dead in stride. They didn't have to, you know, turn around, stop, or anything like that. I mean, he was he was right on. And what I like, what he did, he took what the defense was giving him, and and that's why I got that's why I get frustrated with Dak. And that's why I've said before that as long as Dak's our quarterback, we won't go anywhere. Is because he said he took all those sacks, and I I, re, I rewound it, and there was receivers wide open. You know, like five yards, six yards. But instead of taking that, he's trying to hit the home run a lot of times, and he'll take a sack. You know, and 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 now your team is in second and fourteen or fifteen instead of second down and four or five. And 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 that's what Purdy was doing. He he wasn't throwing the ball down the field all the time. He was taking what the what the Dallas defense was giving him. You know, and they wind up with second and three, second and four. You know, or if it wasn't open down the field, he'd throw it out in the flat to his back. And he runs seven yards, and so so that's that's the difference in the, in the two teams is, is the quarterback play. Yeah, so uh, let me ask you, Lewis are you are you over Dak? You want to move on from Dak, or you just want him to improve? I've, I've been I've, I've been I've been over Dak since since his first or second year. Oh, I've been I've, I've called the buzz several times and 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 said the same on, on a couple of different shows. It's Dak Prescott is not a, a Super Bowl winning quarterback. And, and 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 until we get another quarterback, because there's, I mean, look at all the talent on that team, man. Offensively and defensively, there's no reason for them to be struggling like like they are, especially against against uh, Phoenix or the or Arizona, whatever you call them. Um, to lose that game, that that was ridiculous. So, Lewis, you're saying that Jerry isn't being truthful when he says that Dak is the quarterback that can take them where they want to be. No, Jerry hasn't been truthful in years, and 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 you and you were talking about Bill Belichick. No, he, there's no way Belichick will go there. I mean, look, I mean, he, Jimmy Johnson was the same type of coach, and you see, and they were supposedly best friends, and you see where they got him. Right. You know, so no, as long as Jerry's there, and as long as Dak's there, it'll never happen. Absolutely not. And and then and then last but not least, did you guys you guys see uh, hear about the Dusty Hammer situation? Yes, yeah, I talked to him about it. Yeah, man, that was that was something. And and uh, and and what and the thing is, Jalen Tate and um, Justin Smith, they're still there. They didn't they didn't they weren't able to get out like Dusty was. So so yeah, they you know, they you know, we need to get those guys our prayers, man, that everything goes okay because uh, that was. That's pretty. That's pretty. That's pretty terrified. Yes, it um, is. Yes, it is. Hey, uh, we we got to run though. We appreciate it, Lewis, as always. Thanks for calling right, thanks. in. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, thoughts and prayers to everybody over there. And that's a serious situation, especially with the former Razorback still being there too. We got more out of bounds coming up next. So stay with us. Justin Anchor reminding you that Turner Pro Painters is here to help you as we transition from summer into fall. And if you're thinking about doing something to the outside of your home, maybe it's long overdue, Turner Pro Painters is here to help. Have them come over, give you an estimate, and they can help walk you through the process of what it'll take to get it done. They can help you out with the color selection and everything else you need to get the job done right. Each Turner Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at SurterPro.com. That's Serta with a C. For your home, for your business, get your place looking right with the help of my friends at Serta Pro Painters. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. 
Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months. And River City Flooring in Marmel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430. Back by popular demand. Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville is letting you phone in your down payment this month. Instead of trading your old phone for a new phone, trade your old phone towards a car at Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville. This month at Guatney, your old phone qualifies as a down payment allowance. Phone stores just want to trade for the newest model. Trade your phone for a new ride and we'll give you even more value for your older phone. A current phone equals a $500 down payment allowance. Flip phone, $550 down payment allowance. Brick phone, $600 down payment allowance. But bring in Grandpa's old bag phone, that's a $700 down payment allowance towards your new ride. Plus, no payments until after New Year's. Everyone has an old phone, and everyone gets approved. 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. 501 GuatneyChevrolet.com Chevrolet. Find new roads. After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch, Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has... Gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the Crock-Pot this morning? <laughs> With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri. For a free insurance review, see Shelter Agent Jeff Hodge or Jay Hellman, Little Rock, or Bo Beavis and Cabot. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a health care provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. You know that crushing feeling when you click print on your PC and the doggone machine just won't print? Well, I fix that. Hello, my name's Tim Stanley. I'm the new owner of Business World, a TDS IT company. We're an IT company with a long history in the imaging channel, and I fix the printer conflict by using my Arkansas-based IT help desk. Call us at 501-374-7000 for more details on how a true IT-managed services company running your business will keep all your printers and scanners up and running all the time. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Arkansas right up on the football, second down and six. Dominion stays in at running back. McKJ's going to throw. Fade down the right sideline. Broden's in the back of the end zone. He caught the ball. Well, he didn't catch it, but they throw a flag. After further review, the result of the play is a touchdown. Yeah. Touchdown, Arkansas. <laughs> on 103.7 The Buzz. Out of bounds on Trash Talk Thursday, and folks, I'm here to tell you about Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville. You asked for it, and you got it. Guatney Chevrolet's popular trade-a-phone-for-a-car program is back for the month of October. 
with even bigger values. This month at Guadney Chevrolet, your old phone is worth a valuable down payment allowance. And we're not just talking about old phone. We're talking about old phone. Because a current phone right now is worth $500 down payment allowance. A flip phone is worth $550 down payment allowance. Remember those flip phones, right? Well, how about a brick phone? You remember those? That's worth $600 down payment allowance. Or maybe if you really want to go old school, a vintage bag phone, one my dad used to have, is worth $700 down payment in allowance. And I don't think he has it anymore, but if he did, I'd definitely get over to Guadney Chevrolet and put it down. So don't go trade your phone for just another phone. When you trade that phone towards a new ride at Guadney Chevrolet in Jacksonville, and all with no payments until after New Year's. The rest of the year, no car payments at all. They still have... New 2023 Silverados at 0% with approved credit, 2.9% on 2024 Equinoxes. And they have plenty of inventory over there as well. By the way, I just went and got an oil change and service over there at Guani Chevrolet this morning. Got to co- talk to Zach and a few of the other people there. And uh, they always do a great job of uh, getting my vehicle taken care of and doing it in a timely manner. And I always appreciate them. And by going over there, I saw they got inventory. They got the inventory that you need. So check them out today right there off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville at 1301 TP White Drive. They are Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer for a reason. So shop them online. Also at GuatneyChevrolet.com. No matter what it needs to be for the vehicle that you want, do it with Guatney Chevrolet. Again, it's Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds. And yeah, when I was over there, Joe, at Guatney, uh, it, it's amazing to see some of the the vehicles that they have, but also the construction that they have going out towards where they're at uh, in Jacksonville off that exit and everything. Uh, I mean, I, I guess they're trying to do some with the access roads or whatnot, but <laughs> I was like, I thought their construction was pretty much done over in, in on that uh, interstate or on that highway, I should say. But oh, they're always doing something. I'm telling you, it, it's wild over there. Like it's, but you know, it's not going to stop you from getting the Guadney. Oh no, not the at all. Goal. Not at all. Yeah, it was. In fact, it's so easy to get in and out. I was just more when I was leaving Guadney and then seeing just all the barriers and all of the uh, fence lines and the the gravel rocks and all that. I was just surprised. I haven't been out there in a minute. So actually, since my last oil change that I got done. But yeah, it was wild to see uh, all the construction. And I don't know. I get really frustrated at construction. And I'm one of those people that I probably don't understand it. And we probably have listeners right now. They're going to start yelling at me for saying this. But I'm one of those that if I'm driving on an interstate and there is a, it goes down to one lane, you know, they do those things and it kind of congests things a lot. But you're coming back from Dallas, for instance, got a, in a situation where it was one lane, traffic was miserable. I took back roads and whatnot to get past it. But the thing is, is like if it's a nice day outside and there's no one working on, the, on those one lane highways, I get like, why is this the case? Why are they not working? I'm Isn't sure there's that a, a conversation that you've had with friends because yeah. don't you have plenty of friends that are in that line of work they they at least claim they are yeah they, <laughs> they uh they do uh road design and whatnot and they've given me their explanation is is like you know you can't expect everybody to work you know seven days a week i'm like i'm not asking for them to work seven days a week but you could have you know some people work these five days and some people work these five days and if it's raining outside you know they can't do anything so uh, they don't work that day. I'm, I'm sure there's an explanation for it. It's just one of those deals where I'm like, if it's nice outside and you're not working on the roads, I mean, feel like you're missing an opportunity to, to work on those no, roads. that's not what they're thinking. I they're know. Thinking they have a nice day that they can go play golf. Yeah. Well, see, that's, that's would frustrate me if that was the case. I'm like, man, I don't want to be in traffic. Traffic stresses me out. I hate traffic. I hate when it's bumper to bumper. I hate when people rubberneck. Uh, I know it sounds like it's more of a Trigger Tuesday and Trash Talk Thursday, but... Just any of that stuff always just bothers me, and I can't deal with it. But uh, there's, they're they're trying to improve the roads, make it better, make it safer. I know they find time to get it in, and also um, they have incentives in getting it done sooner, so they get to save some money in doing that, or they get bonuses for being able to get it in sooner. I know. Well, there's a lot of roads out there that need work, but if if the state of Arkansas or whoever's involved, if they could find a way to just complete 49, complete 49 from Kansas City, all the way down to Texarkana, I would be such a happy person. Because it's a long stretch. It is. Well, it's all done except from Fort Smith to Texarkana. That's, that's what's missing right there. And they'd have to build another bridge over the Arkansas River to connect them. Uh, I get it. But, man, that would make life so much easier of just connecting all the roads for where people need to go and, and, and everything. Cause Maybe here, one day. Yeah. 
<laughs> exactly. One day. It, it, it'll hopefully happen. I think that was the ultimate plan. Uh, I want to say it keeps going into Louisiana, too, after it goes it through. It should, yeah. If it if it gets to Texarkana, yeah, it, it should. Uh, that's one thing I love about living in Little Rock is just the interstate connections, where if it's like if you want to go to Dallas, get on 30, and that's it. Want to go to Memphis or Nashville? Just get on forty, and that's it. Like it's just nice to have there, and then forty the other way. If you want to go to Oklahoma City and, and all that, just get on that. Centrally nice. located. It's nice. It's nice. Almost take it for granted sometimes too. All right. Well, we just ooh, we just got to get a couple minutes here, so we have to wait on your uh, Razor Hog update. But uh, from Sud Structural Solutions text line, uh, Earl says they are putting three lanes each way through Jacksonville. Yes. Yeah. That's what I assumed. What was going on? But I didn't want to say something and then be completely wrong about it because <laughs> that would have been bad. I would have been like, yeah, they're over there uh, putting in a new access road and ends up not being the case at all. Uh, How about then, Left and Larry says, I'm just going to wait until they to drive one of them flying cars. Man. Weren't we supposed to have flying cars by this point in time? Like, wasn't that what we were told? Yeah, that's what was said. Yeah. And, and then what Back to the Future Part 2 was all about, you know, showing everybody having a flying car. And that was in 2015. Isn't it funny, like, our expectations of what we think the future will be like, and technology-wise, and odds are it's probably wrong? Because if I look at, like, 30 years from now, which would be 2053 or whatever, I'm doing my math, it's like, I feel like there's probably going to be so many other things and crazy stuff, like, everything's inside of our head and the AI technology, you know, where you don't even need phones anymore. You can just talk to somebody inside your head, but that's probably not even going to be happening in 30 years. It's probably something else. I don't know. Yeah, it, it's continuing to change, so we never know what the newest thing is going to be until it's right upon us. Mm-hmm. And then once one thing hits, it seems like there are several that come right after that. Yep, and just and, the, opens the floodgates. Yeah. Because yeah. even, like, you know, streaming stuff, like, that was never really a major thought in my mind where I would just be like, oh, I can click a button and I can watch any movie. But... You know, just the way that it's kind of developed and evolved, that's the direction it was going. Which I should have done it, because it's like the way you listen to music, you know, you downloaded it. It's kind of the same same way. Now it's just streaming it. Oh, at some point it's going to be, and we've seen this in movies, where it's going to be more like a VR experience with the movies. Mm. Like, you, they're going to be surrounding you within the space that you're watching. That's going to be problematic and weird and crazy, but... I'll probably enjoy it and probably think it's pretty cool. So uh, we got to take a top of the hour update when we come back. Though Bobby Regan, Barstool Sports again. Join us, talk a little basketball with him, and we'll keep him moving on the trash talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds. So stay with us. We're back with Wild Bill at Motorsports Authority. Great selection here on the lot, but what about my trade-in, Wild Bill? We'll trade for just about anything as long as you don't have to feed it. We'll put top dollar in that trade. I'm getting country fried crazy during this sale right now, and I'll tell you what, folks, it's a lot of fun to do business with us. So if you're wanting top dollar for your trade, you need to come see us. You can check out the complete selection online at msastore.com. Better yet, come see us in Russellville on East Main and Hot Springs on Central. You better get down here to Motorsports.